Hello, and welcome to Princess in the Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Sawyers, and I'm ready to talk Disney movies past and present. Once upon a time, Hannah and Nathan sat down to talk about Iron Man 2. Welcome back. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. I love that I don't have to come up with a question because you always find fun facts to share with us about our movie. (laughs) So why don't you go ahead and tell us what what you found out about Iron Man 2. So one of the fun facts I found out is that uh, Hammer, uh, he's a guy in in the show, um, his factory is actually um, Elon Musk's factory in Hawthorne, California. Um, and this was back even in the early days, because obviously, you know, SpaceX is pretty big now, but mm-hmm. um, it's it's the SpaceX facility in Hawthorne, which was pretty cool. And even the uh, the people in the background walking around are actual workers um, at SpaceX. They're not just extras. So that's um, pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Um, but also um, in this movie, there's a lot of news articles showing them when they're younger and and things like that. Um, uh, him and Ivan Venko and uh, Tony Stark and Ivan Venko, and they they both uh, those are actual. Most of them are actual news clippings from whenever they were younger. And even the one where um, Mickey Rourke, who plays Ivan Venko, um, he's getting arrested, and the news clipping of him younger getting arrested is actually a news clipping of him getting arrested when he was younger that's Uh, wild they used it for the movie yeah so pretty cool but and typically i ask you why you picked this movie but uh you make you make your life a little easier in that you (laughs) you pick a series and you stick to it and so this is obviously the second movie of the iron man franchise and the marvel cinematic universe in this mm-hmm. cinematic universe, because, you know, yeah. there's all sorts of crazy things now. But yes. why don't you give us an overview of the story? Um, so basically, the story picks off right where the first one left off. Um, and Ivan Vanko is actually watching um, the news conference with Tony Stark, where he reveals that he's Iron Man um, on TV. And while this is happening, um, his dad actually dies um, during that. Uh, you find out later in the movie that his dad and Tony Stark's dad, um, Howard Stark, actually worked together. Um, we're, we're creating the arc reactor, and um, Ivan Vanko's dad wanted to sell it for profit, and Howard Stark did not, and he had him deported from America um, back to Russia. So you skip ahead um, six months um, after that first scene, and Tony Stark is having an expo, uh, where he's revealing um, his Iron Man suit, or actually, excuse me, um, Justin Hammer, I believe, is revealing something. I can't remember. I'm, I think I'm getting confused there. But he a, he's talking the about Stark how the Expo. yes, it's the Stark yeah. Expo. Yeah, there's like multiple expos. So in this many expos. Movie. So um, he yeah, he's got his expo going on. He shows up in the Iron Man suit, and everybody's excited because um, he's talking about the future of you know technology and and things like that. Um, and, uh, anyway, so after that's over, um, he winds up going to this hearing about, um, him using the suit and, you know, why he shouldn't be allowed to and things like that. And, um, he brings up, you know, he actually takes over the video, the little TV in the room and, and basically clowns on Justin Hammer for a little bit, um, which that's one of my favorite quotes. And I'll get to that in a second. Um, but anyway, after that, um, you find out that Tony is actually dying from the palladium poisoning. 
Um, the the stuff that that makes the arc reactor run is poisoning him, and he keeps having to drink these like nasty shake things and take medication so that he can keep going. And he has to replace the palladium all the time because it wears out. Um, anyway, so because of that, he goes on this kind of you know, um, I don't know what you want to call it. I guess not really midlife crisis, but end of life crisis, I guess, uh, because he realizes that he's probably going to die. Um, and through all that, he winds up getting to a, um, formula one or IndyCar race in Monaco, the Monaco grand prix, and actually gets into a car and starts racing unbeknownst to happy and, uh, pepper. Um, and during this race, Ivan, uh, shows up, he's been building this suit, with a similar um, technology to the arc reactor, um, obviously that his dad had started building with Howard Stark, shows up with these whips that are made of electricity and like cuts Tony's car in half, almost kills him. Uh, he gets the uh, Iron Man suit, which is kind of funny how it gets there because they Happy and Pepper drive through a, a couple of gates and get onto the racetrack, and it's pretty funny. But Iron Man winds up defeating Whiplash, and uh, they uh, arrest um, Ivan Vanko, take him to jail. Um, but basically his whole point of that was to show that Tony Stark wasn't invincible. And he kind of proved that. Um, anyway, we get back to Tony being, you know, the end of life crisis, Tony. And he has a birthday party and, you know, basically is destroying his house um, and is really drunk and is acting stupid. and. Uh, the uh oh i can't remember his name i just blanked um Rhodey. um he shows up goes and gets another iron man suit to calm tony down and they wind up having this huge fight destroy a lot of the house um and then which his house i'm just his house takes a toll it seems like a lot yeah every every movie he he yeah. must constantly have contractors on <laughs> retainer yeah um, so basically, uh, Rhodey takes off with one of the suits to go take it to the air force. Cause throughout this whole movie, there's this battle of, you know, the United States air force needs something like this. So it's not just Tony Stark having to, um, take care of everything. Uh, they don't have to rely on him, uh, cause he, they don't think he's very trustworthy with his equipment. Um, and Justin Hammer is the one that's trying to build them some of these and sell them to the government so that he can make a lot of money. Um, and Rhodey just takes one and takes it to the United States Air Force so that they can outfit it with different types of weapons and things like that. Um, and Tony gets approached by, um, it's Natasha Romanoff, but she's playing a, um, she's basically doing what she does best, which is, you know, playing a spy and going undercover and becoming a assistant for him. Um, and since Tony's dying, he signs over the company to Pepper Potts. She's now the CEO. Um, and so uh, they find Tony um, sitting in one of the most famous places in the world, the Big Donut um, in California. And he's eating donuts. Anyway, they call him down. They talk to him. They, you know, kind of help him with his palladium poisoning that he's got going on. And uh, he finally figures out through a series of events of going to the office and um, seeing Pepper and getting some of the stuff that's in the office since he's leaving it. Um, and he finds this new um, element that his dad was 
um, basically hidden in this big map of this future civilization that he was creating. And Tony Stark figures it out and figures out how to make tritium, um, which is more powerful and better sustaining to help him not die while he's in the Iron Man suit. And so he figures that out. And then of course, Ivan this whole time has been in prison. Justin Hammer breaks him out, fakes his death. Um, and he starts building these Iron Man suits for Ivan Venko. And he basically tears them all apart because he says that they're terrible and not very good at all. Um, which obviously hurts Justin Hammer's feelings, but he doesn't care because he's going to make money. Um, and what, what Justin or what Ivan Venko does is basically takes parts to make his suit better um, and make him his own suit and then also be able to control the other suits that he has there. Um, and they come to this head of uh, where they have another expo at the end of the movie and it's Justin Hammer's expo. And he shows up with all these, you know, robots from the different areas of the military. And then uh, Rhodey comes up from the floor in the um, Warhammer suit, um, which is what he's actually in the suit. And he would be controlling the other suits, um, obviously, if Ivan Venko wasn't involved. But um, and then Tony shows up because he realizes what's happening. And um, there's this huge fight between Tony and all the other uh all the other suits and including Warhammer um, and Natasha breaks in to uh, deal with Ivan Venko, who's supposedly, um, you know, as supposed to be at Justin Hammer's place. He's not. Um, and she takes back over Rhodey. They start fighting together. Um, they take down the rest of the robots and then um, they take down Ivan Venko as well. Um, and it's a pretty epic you know, it's basically the most epic high five you could ever do. Um, just shooting two beams at each other and then it blows him up in the middle. Um, pretty cool way to end it. Uh, and then at the end of the movie. Um, so uh, anyway, the end of this movie, though, he does meet with Nick Fury and he's talking to him about, you know, joining the Avengers. And he's like, oh, we're not asking you to join us. We're just asking you to be a consultant, basically. And so that's kind of where the movie ends and, and you can see where it's headed for, you know, obviously the Avengers at some point, but um, there's the end credit scene also with um, Agent Coulson finding Thor's hammer in the middle of the desert, which obviously sets you up for the next movie, which is Thor. But yeah, um, pretty, pretty good overall. It's, I mean, I, I think it's good because you get a lot more of the backstory of the Stark family. Um, where, you know, Howard Stark was, you know, in a few of the other movies, but this really, it, you didn't really get all that history from the first Iron Man movie. Right. So. Also, I think it's interesting in that this is more of an Avengers movie. You know, we meet yeah. Natasha Romanoff, we meet Nick Fury. Coulson's role becomes a little more defined. Um, there's, like you said, um, the reference to Thor. Agent Coulson says he's been reassigned to New Mexico. Um, there's a reference to Captain America when uh, they use his shield to prop up the <laughs> laser thing. I, I don't remember exactly, but it it's feeling like we're moving more in a direction of Avengers and less in mm -hmm. the direction of one one spotlight star. And so I think that's really cool. Mm -hmm. And then Definitely. 
Peter Parker, you know, in the Iron Man helmet is is pretty epic. That they that they finally come and confirm that the little boy that puts mm-hmm. his hand up is Peter Parker, yeah. which I have a lot of questions about. But you know, whatever. Like, yeah, <laughs> Peter Parker's family is really, you know, poor. Like they don't yeah. have tons of money. Why is he in California for the Stark Expo? Exactly. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's not like yeah. he lived there, but you know, yeah. friendly neighborhood Spider Man had to had to make us stop it. California. <laughs> I don't know. Definitely. So, uh, any other thoughts you have about the storyline? Um, I mean, kind of like what I said. I, I like that they introduced you know Howard Stark more other than just saying his name yeah um which like i said he's in other movies but if we're watching this you know through the timeline of when they were released he hasn't really been talked about a whole lot yeah. so um you get that history of uh the stark name and kind of what he did before you know this movie so so let's talk about characters we've got obviously iron man slash tony stark Pepper Potts, Happy, Rhodey, Ivan Vanko, Black Widow, Sasha Natasha Romanoff, Justin Hammer, Nick Fury, Agent Coulson, and Howard Stark. Who are your favorites and why? Um, obviously, Tony is a favorite, um, and I like Rhodey as well. Um, obviously, he was recast for this movie. Mm-hmm. It was a, a different person than the first one, and I really like Don Cheadle as Rhodey. I think he does a great job. Um, and obviously, you get to see the Warhammer suit, which you know was a big deal. Um, and Ivan Vanko, like Mickey Rourke's just a cool, he just looks cool. Like he's got the dreads and like the gold teeth and, and all that stuff. Um, and also another fun fact about him, apparently he had a lot to say in how that character looked and like the gold teeth and, um, can't remember what else it was, but he like paid for that out of his own pocket so that he could have that like with that character. That's Um, very interesting considering how much money the Marvel universe has made. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, also a character you can't forget is his bird. Yes. Was my, my board, yes. I went to my board. Yeah. Like the way he said it was funny, but yeah, his big, uh, white cockatoo. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. I, uh, also love Rhodey. I do love Don Cheadle as Rhodey as well. Um, I will say when he walks into that congressional hearing, I kind of wish, you know, Tony had some said something to the fact of, you look a little different. Have you lost weight? You know, like make yeah. some sort of reference to the fact yeah. that like, this is not the same guy. But, oh, yeah. you know. Which I, I feel like that's happened in other movies. But yeah, that would have been pretty good. And maybe he did ad lib it and they were like, we're not doing that. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I feel like uh, RDJ would have made that joke. Um, oh, yeah. But and it, like you said, Tony Stark's a favorite as well. Um, I love the introduction in Natasha, and I also love seeing mm-hmm. the evolution of Natasha. You know, watching this video or mm-hmm. movie after watching all the other ones, especially after watching Black Widow, it's really interesting to see the evolution that Scarlett Johansson really pushed for with Black Widow throughout the mm-hmm. movies. And I just, this is a good movie. It is, yes. So let's talk about quotes. I'm going to start off with my favorite quote. Um, okay. And they're sitting in the donut shop and Tony says to Nick, I told you I don't want to be in your super secret boy band. And, you know, that's just another example of how flippant Tony can be while at the same time understanding the weight 
and the importance of everything around him. He just wants to like blow things off without having to accept the weight of them, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So what about oh, yeah. you? Um, I liked during that congressional hearing, whenever obviously it's basically Tony versus Justin Hammer. Mm-hmm. And he says, Tony says, yeah, I'd say most countries are five to 10 years away talking about creating that type of technology. And he said, Hammer Industries 20, um, <laughs> which really pokes a jab at him. And this was after they watched a video of a soldier who was inside of a machine, basically twisted in half. Mm-hmm. And then Justin Hammer points out, I'd like to point out that uh, the test pilot survived. <laughs> not that he like was okay, but yeah. he survived. He, 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 he he's probably not didn't deceased. Walk at all, yeah. yeah. He never walked the rest of his life, but he didn't die. Yeah. So. Um, would you have continued, you know, we have the lens of having seen Iron Man three. Would you have continued that story differently? Um, no, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously there's a couple movies in between the yeah. two. Um, but I, I don't, I, I think you almost could have done without the third one. I, I don't know if you needed it after that, but, uh, but I mean, it definitely it. There's some things in it that obviously make the his storyline different. But you could have just put those into the script, probably. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Favorite moment. Um, I don't know. You you get the the superhero landing. Um, at the right right at the beginning when he comes into the expo and like does the one knee with like the fist on the ground thing, which is pretty cool but i think my favorite moment is probably when him and roadie are fighting or actually roadie hasn't been given back control to tony yet um his suit so they're all chasing after tony stark and they go through this underpass where all these cars are parked and tony flies through and like a car alarm starts going off but then the whole like swarm of the rest of the robots including warhammer flies over all the cars and all the all the uh car alarms start going off in the whole parking lot yeah so that was that was pretty funny but uh and then i think my another another favorite moment is whenever tony uses the the move with the lasers from his wrists and basically cuts all the robots yeah. in half and uh roadie goes you should have let off with that he's like well it's a one-time thing you can't just you know can't just use it right off the top so yeah it's pretty that was pretty funny too but my favorite is you know ivan's shown up at that same spot where you were just talking about and you know they finally got him down and ivan goes you lose and they're both like what and all of a sudden all of the robots start like beeping and he's like mm-hmm. they're all about to blow and his first reaction isn't i need to get out of here his first reaction is pepper and he flies off and saves her, and it's just precious. So yeah. that's of my. You also, you also can't forget about the Romanoff, um, basically taking down Happy. Yeah, that's pretty. That's a pretty famous. That's a good one too. Famous moment. So, okay. Any thoughts that you have as we wrap up Iron Man two? Um, no. I mean, it was a it was a very good like second movie to the whole series like the whole franchise and iron man itself so yeah yeah well thanks so much for being on i appreciate it oh you're welcome i appreciate it i'm so glad you joined us for this week's princess in the podcast be sure to follow us on facebook and instagram at princess in the podcast and on twitter at princess and pod visit our website princess in the i hope you live happily ever after